Welcome to Cast of Creators. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Thal. And I'm Casey Stewart. We've spent our careers in media and publishing, and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories. On this episode, our guests are Brandon and Brittany Olson. Brandon is a renowned chef who's founded some of Toronto's best restaurants, and Brittany, his wife, is a commercial producer and photographer. The Olsons recently founded Le Melon, their new in-home dining experience. Our conversation covers their careers and some crazy stories about in-home experiences they've had with their guests. Oh, and we talk about making chocolate. Let's get to it. Well, Brandon, Brittany, welcome on Cast of Creators. It oh, is thank you. such a pleasure to have you both here. Yeah, glad to have you here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, pretty well got for got together for dinner, I mean, maybe two months ago. It's and two months? Uh, yeah, about I think two it's months probably two months. It's almost July. And uh, we were st- I was starting to talk about this space, and it was coming together. And we thought, you know, it would be great to do a podcast episode where we put out some grills and we could, like, cook and talk and um, really do something sort of extremely unique around cooking a couple grills spread out. And then a couple weeks ago, we're here at the studio after an episode eating with uh, some guests. And we realized <laughs> pretty quickly not a good idea. that it wasn't the best idea. <laughs> I, 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 I still think we should try it, but I'm very hesitant to try it on our first go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it would be a pleasure to cook with you again because I had an awesome time oh, cooking with you. I had a you. menu planned. I bet you did. <laughs> I did. I yeah, bet yeah. you. I you know, you think I shut a tear when you're like, oh, I can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Oh man! Yeah, I bet. It was, it was, it was, put away the apron. I'll put away the apron. I'll yeah, just, you know. and all the fragua and the caviar. Yeah. I know. Well, we um, the dinner that we had together at my place, mm-hmm. we did cook together. Yeah, on the table. Oh, and that wagyu. Yeah, I heard about it. I saw photos. I asked if there was any left. For lunch. But that was also my first time ever ever cooking uh, like on a yakitori like home style yakitori grill. Just like oh. a spread. I'm like, yo, this is definitely a vibe. Oh, right? such There's a vibe. Very, like, you have a lot of fun with it, right? I agree. It's yeah. one of my favorite things to do, especially with new friends. I find it's just such an easy way to not, like, eat everything so quickly. Yeah. Because normally, if I'll do, I'll do a dinner party, if I don't do it that style, you've got to really think about stretching it out, else you, like, spend two hours cooking. Well, you're the only one cooking. And yeah, and you're the only now, one. Exactly. Then you're, it's like, hey, everyone else is kind of like mingling and, yeah, and hanging. And, and then you're like, whether your kitchen is kind of off to the side or beside, you're the only ones cooking. And then you're the only ones like, okay, we're going to, you got to time things and this and then like, okay. And then it's like, you sit down, you eat, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to clear and do dessert. Where, but if you get everyone involved, right. you're all like, hey, you know. Now to- you can cook your over well done beef, and I'm not going to be upset yes, about that's it. That's nice too, because yeah, I like that's my nice medium too. rare. You know, well to pull off a great dinner party, you have to be a master at timing. Okay, and I'm sure that everything pretty well in the kitchen has a lot to do with just your ability to time everything. Yeah, I think it all comes down to execution, and yes. timing is a massive um, component of it, right? Because if not only your time. The guest time, you know, uh, the time of 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 a piece of product that takes to cook or not cook or to prepare, right? So your time to cook that, the time of the product to cook, and the timing of your guests to either sit down or do something to execute, right? So it's all like it's just like this big uh, floating uh, um, uh, bubble of like, okay, here, here, and you just make everything. Work. Like a dance. Yeah, it's like yeah. a dance. Yeah. Everything's got to be, yeah. you know, right. step one, step two, step three. You can't just go one to 20 because then you're missing the, the 18 steps between, right? Right. So, Brittany, did you ever think you'd fall in love with a chef? Move a little, <laughs> close, move a little closer to the mic, Brittany. No. Or I pull didn't. it a little closer to yourself. I, I definitely was open for anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it actually, yeah, you fell into my life. Kind of serendipitously enough, but um, yeah, no, it's a perk for sure. 
Um, yeah, he ends up having a lot of fun cooking. And then everybody, once we have these really fine dining experiences for mm-hmm. the in-home dining experience with Le Melon, people always ask, do you eat like this every day? Right. And do you? Yes no. and no. <laughs> no. To be very honest on this podcast, being uh, a partner of a chef it's not as glamorous as everyone <laughs> thinks it is. Like, let's right. like, truth, 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 truth be told. Truth be told, you the, the um, you know, our clients of Les Moulins are the ones that get the better dinners. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I get they the do. We, 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 we do have great dinners, but it's like, for us, it's just like, it's a really nice protein, some vegetable and a sauce or, or oh, salad. Yeah. It's like, it's really like, really beautiful comfort food. Yeah. But like, you know, you go to someone's, house to cook from there's there's a level of expectation but yeah. you know i don't know any chef that that eats foie gras or truffles or wagyu every day because you <laughs> True. like no I, I couldn't i couldn't even function on that it'd be like yeah. a food coma the next day right yeah and also that just combination like, is a, is it's just really sometimes we, we we definitely you know we can make you know pancake pancake night or or we have a, yeah. whatever our daughter wants homemade pizza or steak or just regular Pasta. you know uh, macaroni yeah. gratin you know so it's it's it is there's a there's a um you know a con- not a convenience but there is a like a romance of being a partner of a chef who, who mm-hmm. can know how to cook because you know you're like okay when I ask for a medium rare steak, I'm going to get a medium rare steak, yeah. you know, instead of Actually, going to my parents' house and my yeah. dad's like, oh, it's medium rare. I'm like, this is well done, the Ken, <laughs> you know, but like, but it's very much like, um, you know, it, the, it, it's not like, it's not like everyone thinks it's like, oh, it must be, you know, mm-hmm. glamorous. Because also like previous to now, like when we actually, when I actually had a, um, you know, a restaurant, you know, cooking on days off, man, when you're like, you're behind the stove for 16 hours. Last yeah. thing you want to do is really like, I've cooked for 2,000 people this week. Yeah. I love you, but you're 2001. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just, do I have to? Let's go, let's let's order out. Let's, let's, how about you cook? How about you yeah. cook, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hold a candle to it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people feel um, nervous or entire, or, um Intimidated. Intimidated, yeah. Cook then for yeah. person that has well, culinary No different than, than when we go to your house. You're like, oh, I, you know, it's like, yeah, I saw uh, some sweat. I saw some, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, your forehead I, sweat. I love, like, I love to cook for people who know how to cook, actually. Um, I enjoy that. Actually, some of the things that I enjoy are the hardest things to cook. Like, I would love to make an omelet for you. I would love to make, you know, oh. all sorts of things that you would consider hard. I would love to cook for you. I would um, love, I would love, I would love to. <laughs> For you to make an omelet, and I, I kind of critique it and see that, how because omelets are hard. Be Eggs That's are very hard to it. cook. Eggs oh, are yeah. one of the hardest things to cook. Uh, I would love to make you an omelet. I am. I I will say I haven't <laughs> mastered any, everything <laughs> in life, but I could definitely. <laughs> Claim that I have mastered right. the omelet. Amazing! Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you have to do an omelet. You cook. Well, you the cook, nice thing. The nice taste, thing about bring pre- it here. Okay, I met my wife over an omelet. Yeah, yes. yes. Good that way to meet. That is how we met. Oh, really? Yeah, she yes. said uh, openly uh, at a at a an event I was doing by a c- corporate sponsor. She yeah. said, "You can make me an omelet any day." Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, shit. <laughs> You were like, okay. Yeah, put that on, on record. I. That's good. Well, that's that's, that's how it all started. Started over an omelet. I did, <laughs> you know? actually, yeah. Nice, yeah. well-cooked French omelet. It was super fluffy, creamy in the middle. Yeah. It right. didn't. Oh, I yeah. have to say, I've never had an omelet like that before. No, probably was not. High. Absolutely. Wow. Well, not a lot of people make an omelet like that. I look forward to yours. Thank you. I can make one just like that. But also, I have also never made her an omelet after that because, like, if I don't hit if I don't hit the same bench or higher, our relationship could be doomed. Like, it could be like the foundation is kind of crumbling off of that. You know, absolutely. So I, He's slipping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not the man I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything where there's a lot of technique and feel, I gravitate towards. I find in cooking and a lot of stuff in life too. But um, it, yeah, I'm not as interested in baking. Anything that's very. Uh, Personally, that's all science and, science and uh, mathematics. My it's, God, it's not my uh, my. It doesn't interest me as much. Although during the pandemic, Talia and I did start baking some cakes. Oh, yes, they made it. And I did enjoy the icing, 
part of it because the icing the buttercream is yeah the buttercreams oh yeah the buttercream i realized that you know what you can get away with buying the cake mix but you can't get away with buying the icing no okay you can get away with buying the cake mix okay but the icing if you buy the icing it is a much worse cake if with bought icing than homemade yeah no absolutely yeah if you're gonna buy one of them buy the cake mix Make the icing. Make the buttercream. Yeah. Not fondant. Make yeah, buttercream. Yeah, I like buttercream. I, d- I right. despise fondant. I don't like fondant yeah. either. You also gross. like cakes that have yeah, layers gross. of the buttercream. I think we were talking about this mm. on Sunday on, on yeah. right back from Sobel Beach was like, if I could have a cake that like, you know, less cake, more layers of buttercream. Yes. Oh. But like hard buttercream right out of the fridge mm. because it's like, I it's like also a very textural thing for me. Yes. Because it splits in your mouth, I guess. It's like like taking a knife and it just like, shh. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, it doesn't like, it's not crumbly. It's just like a, a, a sharp cut. It's mm-hmm. like even. It's like, yeah, I like that. Yes. It's not, but not, but a warm buttercream, it's like got to be out of the fridge. Yes. But more I buttercream. Am I'm, I'm a fan of Thick sides of cake, yes. so the, the 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 icing around needs to be like it has to be generous. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Wow, we just I dove agree. into a category I never thought we'd. we'd oh my it. gosh, you'd like, be me, surprised oh man, where this I, goes. I, I will yeah. say, like sometimes I buy cupcakes for our daughter at Loblaws just based on the buttercream t- topping and how much it is and what it is. You know, yeah. whether that oh, that's kind of skimpy. I'm not going to get that one, but. That one in the back, that's got a lot of buttercream. Mm -hmm. I'll eat that one first, (laughs) and then maybe I'll nibble on the cake, and if it's good cake, I'll finish it, but the icing's always the first one to go. So if I were a professional chef and my wife was in, you know, we were building a cooking business, I would um, not fit in this chair. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it would be a disaster for me because I taste and I eat and I taste and everything I cook I taste, especially desserts. I, I could never be a baker. Um, how do you two, you know, keep it so together? So I was going to say, <laughs> I always hearing you can't trust a skinny chef. Do you remember that? Yes, I've thing? heard that too, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just a fat kid in a skinny suit. This are, is just Are you just a fast metabolism person? I don't know. I think I've always had a fat a fast metabolism, but I'm also very much like that's nice to Like hear I that. taste mm. things. I like taste, yeah. taste, taste, taste. But like yeah. like if you actually look at me on a twenty four hour day of when I'm working, yeah, uh-huh. how much I actually physically eat, it's mm. not that much. Right. Like oh, I there. get my calories here and that there, helps. but like, the but like, see, that would be, the and difference. you're like moving, <laughs> well, I'm all the moving time. all the time. But oh, yeah, moving. you know, when yeah, if yeah. we were to go out for dinner, that's when I like okay, you we're gonna sit. I sit and, and I, eat. And yeah, yeah well, we I don't like eating. Place. I don't like eating and moving because there's no enjoyment and you don't get to really appreciate it. I like. I, I got to taste and move at the same time, but tasting something is different than actually sitting down to appreciate yeah. The, yeah, the final product. So Savoring. when we go out to eat, I'm always just like, we always over order and I'm yes. like, man, why do we do that? And I'm like, because I wanted to taste this. That's when I like to eat. And then I roll out, roll out, Brittany rolls me out of the restaurant and I just wake up the next day. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if we needed that yeah, extra that, dish or two. <laughs> but no, to be fair, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun culinary experiences in the city. And then we love to travel. Unfortunately with the pandemic, a lot of great restaurants obviously closed up mm-hmm. or have kind of like recalibrated a few things. Um, so we're looking forward to friends who have new creations to open up uh, when they do. And then, yeah, just, Experiencing all the fun, different cultural dishes and mm-hmm. things that are out there. But we're we're also very two active active people. Like yeah. Brittany likes to work out. I I try to work out as whenever I get spare time. Like I used to do Ironman and, and oh, wow. um, triathlons back in my early career of, of cool. cooking. But like you know, as you slightly get older, you kind of like. Oh, Mm-hmm. Imagine going out for a 6 a.m. run. Oh, 6 a.m. coffee for sure. 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. run. We've done it. If I'm really in the urge to like yeah. get you out, I'll, you come. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. But yeah, so to be honest, the hustle yeah. Yeah. to do these dinners, it's four, roughly four and a half hours of dinner for a five-course dinner that we've been doing for people. But the grind of leading into it, dinner and then packing it up we do everything we bring everything yeah that's, yeah that that's a workout like that's a workout there yeah. just just bringing all the like 
60 plates for, you know, five course meal for 12 people. That's yeah. a lot of weight to go upstairs and bring yeah. in. Like, so it's like, maybe that's kind of a workout. And that's how I keep this beautiful <laughs> figure of mine. Yeah, yeah that'll help. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your business. Okay. So you started this during COVID? Yeah. So it, 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 it kind of, the seed was planted during COVID. It got asked to do a few, like, you know, under the radar COVID dinners, whether it's in Muskoka or someone's actually, yeah. actually, uh, actually your neighbor across, across the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very much like, listen, I'll do these, but like, I don't want no social media, no nothing. Yeah. Like, and it only took people that I knew, like it yeah, was yeah. no like random, like random callers, like, Hey, I need to, I'm like, I, I'm not no, doing no. this. So they were very much like clients I've already had in the past. And there was like specific w- rules, like, listen, like, you know, it was way before, like, way before any of the, you know, vaccines or when, like, rapid tests were, like, not really a, mm-hmm. rel- relatively available. So it's kind of like, listen, like, if you're not feeling well, like, I don't really want to, like, do yeah. this. But I also was like, I need a job. So mm-hmm. we kind of did this. And then as, like, the, as I, we'd go up and down with the uh, rules of, uh, of the pandemic, yeah, of, the restrictions. Uh, restrictions and all that. And then around September of last year, um, it kind of really started picking up after uh, a kind of like this end Labor Day weekend um, backyard party. And then we just met this really great client and then he referred us and then more dinners. He would say, yeah. hey, I really enjoy this. Let's, let's maybe do two a month. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Two, every once every two weeks we do this and then he got referred and then we would meet people yeah. and then and then also like we, we just started an account at that point yeah we started an account, account and then we're just like well you know let's uh let's do this let's see where it goes it's it's not going to obviously it's not going to be like our full-time jobs because we have two full-time jobs but it's like you never know where it could go Absolutely. you know what i mean and we so we officially started les milan in january of this year, 2020, 2022, sorry. Um, you know, where it's like, okay, like if we're going to do this, like let's actually like properly do this and, and grow this thing to maybe one day it could be a thing. So we invested mm-hmm. in great cutlery, great plateware. We opened up a social media account. So people were not just like, you know, super DIY, even though we yeah. are still slightly DIY. Yeah. Um, but like give us some legitimacy of our company other than just you know, the end experience being the legitimate thing, make it a full legitimate mm-hmm. from yeah. start to finish. Uh, and then literally, um, I think once we started slowly posting on we on social media. Posting, but people, so I, I'm a producer and photographer. Yeah. And so I was like, let's do it. Like we do social media and all that kind of stuff. So it's just like you cook, I can bring some talent to this. Yeah. And let's merge it and make it a beautiful like. Yeah. Baby. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, um, Blogged, not blogged to you, but a few of the like a uh, 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 taste first. Toronto, Toronto life was and then game. Toronto life reached out and like I was like I didn't really know because we were actually still in a lot like the last major lockdown in January I was still doing them and I was like yeah. I don't really want to promote this but yeah. like also yeah. like mm-hmm. like I know what like when I started my first chocolate company CXBO is very much on the same lines as the way the direction this was super like DIY. Mm-hmm. Very kind of like, okay, we didn't have a lot of like capital to start it. And then it just blew up. And yeah. it blew up so fast that we just couldn't Fair catch up. Know. And it was like, it was kind of dev- uh, like a double-edged sword where you're like, great, we're making top line, uh, top line revenue. Bad because we can't service our clients at the level that we want to. But we're still a young company, so we need to drive the revenue. But right. it's, it's kind of like this, you know. Uh, um, Tug and pull. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, we, we, we debated, like, you know, Taste Toronto, Toronto Life, and, like, okay, let's go with Toronto Life. And we did the article, we did. and then it came out maybe two days later after. Oh, it was so quick. And then, like, literally, like, within a 24-hour period, we were booked in from uh, February all the way to... April, like, May. April, May. Yeah. Like, 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 wow. like people just like, DMs blew like up. just blew up. Like, okay, we oh want dinners. God. Like, this is, this is great. We want dinners. What do you do? Give us prices. Yeah. Give us like the whole. Sign me up. Yeah. Gamma. But and the funny thing was, is that it was just on, again, it was great because one, they, they 
most people knew of it or knew somebody that had kind of already experienced the dinner yeah um or lunch or you've even done overnights where it's you get dinner brunch and lunch and then we're out sort of thing depending on where you're located yeah or what the event is um but it was really cool but all of a sudden yeah we were like okay let's like whip this into like business shape yeah too, where we're then- like okay let's get everything like email account um an accountant like every like this became, <laughs> yeah, this, a, full this became a full thing and we we're like we we're like listen like okay we're only going to do friday saturdays and then we got so busy we started op- i opened up thursdays and mm-hmm. then we got so busy after that i started open up wednesdays and then i started taking like sundays and then like but this is like down the line and oh then like gosh. literally Shit, just a, co- a couple like, weeks we're ago going, we're like oh, we have a dinner what do you mean we have a dinner and so i was like we need to get a Google calendar where you and I morph it and we can see it. And then you're already like, and then I would put in all the dates and like realize I like, I gave away all the weekends of my summer. So my oh, summer's gone. Yeah. Um, there's multiple weeks. And I'm like, I have five dinners this week and then I have five dinners the next week and then four dinners the next week, which is like a great problem. But like, yeah. I just, I'm like, yeah, we're available. Yeah, we're available. I just take them and it's like, and then so this man I, is a no. So person. I, so we're on kind of like a, a week's vacation, right? Or a week oh, and a half list. vacation from all of all dinners. But we're going to scale it back to like only Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Because right. it like... Hold on. Say it again. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, We've got that We recorded. got this on record. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's... We... Like the, at a certain point, you do have your... Um, your breaking point. And I'm assuming like you eventually with this podcast... Yeah. As much as you guys love it and you're like, God, that is great. Like maybe... Like the sweet spot is two week, but like maybe four is too much, and maybe three is just kind of like that borderline, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, as much as you like it. So it's like this kind of like, uh, and I'm very much like, like you eat too much candy. Yeah, like you want the sweetness and you yeah. love it and whatever, and then, then the tail like, and you're like. But I also, oh, I'm also someone who does not like saying no to people because I like like we meet so many fascinating people. Yeah, and the every spectrum di- is crazy. The, the, the dinners like. That we, we, we do are great, but like the conversations we hear are some of the most <laughs> interesting, like, oh my God, I can't believe they, like, like you're just like listening because it's like, this is so good. Like just whatever they're talking about. And that's the beauty of this model is like, you can say and do whatever shit you want in your house that you wouldn't do at an actual restaurant yeah. because it's just not like... You're in, in someone else's space. Your you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're in the beauty of your own home with your friends or your family. You could be in sweatpants if you want to, and I'll do. We'll cook you a five course meal. You could, you could, you know what I mean? Oh my god! Even like, the okay. So one thing we're, yeah. we go into people's homes, and some people feel like we've been in the most humblest home ever, which is like super quaint and really tiny, and like old appliances and whatever. Yeah. Brands cook the most amazing meal out of it. Right. To the spectrum to being like the most beautiful mansions. Yeah. Or even cottages or chalets. Stay the yard everything. Great. Or mm. some stuff it's like it doesn't work. Or right. or like there's no hot like there's hot water, but not like enough it, to Yeah, do the stuff, spectrum of stuff like, we, we see here experience is just so fascinating to us and especially yeah. me. It's but like people are awesome. You'd be amazed to know how many older like generation like 55 plus they love drugs <laughs> they love drugs we have we have clients that probably pop molly that actually pop molly halfway through so when they're we're they're just done dessert they're like brandon we're going and yeah. we're like yo you guys have a good night we're just gonna walk we're gonna Bye. clean up and we're just gonna leave i'll talk to you in the morning but you guys Go. Do yourself, but and that's the beauty of this concept is like you can do whatever you want because once we cook the dinner, we cook, we clean, you're free to go yeah. about oh, your yeah. merry way and do whatever you want. But mostly every every dinner <laughs> involves drugs at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, okay. And I would never would have thought about like fifty yeah. five year old like parents just like yo, you want to? Do, and they're so they're no, like, but there's a demographic. No, no, no. I've, we've, there's there's a formula. It's kind of funny. The twenty like thirty forty down below. Yeah, they're into like stuff. It's the forty that are always hitting weed. Oh, like, or gummies. 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 Oh, gummies. In between, yeah. in between courses. Do you guys want gummies? Do you guys want gummies? Yeah. I'm like, is this like a new thing for you guys? Are you guys like like 
kids that ever see, like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. we, 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 our parents don't know this, like, but they're, yeah, they're, it's <laughs> so like, funny. But yeah, yeah, no, but to be fair, like, they all have um, the one thing I, I take from every dinner out of all of these is that it's a beautiful experience that people have been like, these are their people, like, yeah. this is their core group. Because over the last while, everyone's been kind of cautious of, of going out or mm-hmm. their bubbles or whatever you want, but they there's a special intimate reason why they've chosen this circle of people to be at this table. Yeah. So one, they brought Brandon Two, it's usually they love him for like, don't forget yourself. You're, you're a key element of like, Le Malone. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun because I never thought I was going to fall into this place with this. Like Brandon's the chef. I have my other thing on uh, my career, but it kind of fell in when one day you went, had to go up North to one of the clients and I joined you, but mm. it actually flew into like a really beautiful synergy between us. And yeah. you can trust, like we can trust each other. Yeah. Like we were friends to start that grew into relationship. So the foundation's already there, but we could do that. And then yeah. it actually turned out to be like, we have fun. Like yeah. we do have fun. So if I ever need, it's, 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 it's definitely like, it's, right. it's, it's, and it's, you know, it, the, you know, the, the, not only the, the level of hospitality, uh, uh, hospitality, no hospitality, no hospitality, Hospital. Hos- not hospitality, but no. when, you're hosp- when you're hospitable, yeah, yeah. not only f- from us to our clients, but our clients to us, mm-hmm. like it's some of the they're just so kind and they're yeah. so welcoming and inviting to their home. There's like, yeah. please come in, like, what can we get you? I'm like, no, 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 this is not how this works. What can <laughs> we get you? And they're just so like, do you want a glass of wine? Do you want like. Like we always like to, you know, if, if have a nice little cheers at the end or a glass of wine, and like some of the like we most of our clients have crazy sellers, and like oh, some yes. of their wines are just like like wow. things that we'll never see or we'll never I'll never be able to taste ever, and they're just like have yourself a glass, Brandon and Brent, like and then we're, we're like yeah, we'll take a like yeah, a sample, but like we'll do the course. it's like they're just <laughs> yeah. so hospitable to us mm-hmm. and we're yeah. but i'm like you're really paying us to be in your house like but they're just so kind and generous and i think that's what brit was referring to is because over the two years of being locked up you know to have this like intimate <laughs> intimate uh um Exchange dinner with, with your friends or your family it's just a like, people are just so excited to yeah. have and someone to come in again yes you know? right to dine and, and also like to, Again, laugh together. to laugh together, <laughs> and you're not in your house. You're sorry, you're in your house. You're not in a restaurant where it's like everyone's fighting for that like crown jewel of like the seven seven thirty rezzo on a Friday night, yeah. Saturday night, or and, you need a drink, or you or need a drink, or like uh, sorry, Mister Olson, uh, you know we need the table back for our third flip. It's like you're in it. You tell us when you want it, and yeah. and we'll just make whatever happen happen for you. And, and I think yeah. that's the that's the beauty of this of this this concept yeah we end up well if you are needing time between and like courses and stuff we kind of slow it down like it's just that conversation that a front of house and back of house would have but it is beautiful because yeah it's just like people i don't know how many times you and i have gone out for dinner time is of the essence now right so you mm-hmm. want to go and you want to pick the right place to go to and just spend a good night and enjoy it right but then you go and unfortunately with the industry being lack of employment or people not showing up, or whatever. It's like all of a sudden, or s- short supply of yeah. everything. Like you, there's there's the, the ripple effect, so to speak. But um, you'll go, and it's just half fast. Or like we've gone to restaurants in Montreal where we're like, we there's such an institution, and they're just lacking that flow. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not their fault. Like, it's just the, I guess the way it, way it yeah. is right now. But it's also very you know it's like you know there's still a, a cost associated with that experience, yeah. right? In a sense of like okay. We have you these know. standards too, yeah. so it's like if if we're our own critics as well, so it's like we always kind of fall back, or when we are able to like just have a night out together, we're like we don't want to talk business too much, but like, is there anything we you feel we could like tighten up or whatever? But yeah, it's good, it's fun. So, did you start with your chocolate company, or did you start with a restaurant? I started with a fried chicken pop up. Okay, that where? Oh. I've been doing fried chicken. Uh, Brando's fried chicken was a, like a, a pop up ever since 2000 and 2010. It started 2000, yeah, 2010. Um, a pop up in uh, alley, alleyways or um, 
restaurant in front of restaurants that um, like unlovable on Dundas West. Mm-hmm. Their little patio I do like once a month on a Sunday or yeah, a, cool. a, a, a day that you know a restaurant is like, listen, we got nothing going on. Do you yeah. want to come and take over? Um, oh, okay. You take over an, ex- yeah, an existing take an restaurant. Existing restaurant. Oh, that's so I did. Uh, I did. Um, uh, Barvolo has uh, cast days. Okay. And you know, I I did back to back years as a as a vendor for like the three day beer event, and then that led to um, a pop up at the Royal uh, Theater on College mm-hmm. for two weeks, and I was like, okay, like. And I was also unemployed at the time, and I was just like, you know, it's like I left Bar Isabel as a chef to open up La Banana and just the trials and tribulations of capital investors yeah. and finding the right space. I was like, you know, I'll just do pop-ups. So, like, I did a few, you know, private dinners, and I became a server. I was an Uber driver. I was just like, whatever. Um, I did this pop-up at the Royal, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get back in the chocolate, like... So I took whatever profit from um, the pop-up, from the fried chicken pop-up, and that was my capital startup CXBO on College Street. Yeah. And again, like, like it was only like, I think I profited only $15,000. So I had $15,000. <laughs> you know, I signed a lease, and I was like, I'm going to wow. make this work. I'm just going to figure this out. So yeah. wow. it, again, it was like I was saying, it was just like, it was still DIY, but like once we got that first like initial coverage, it just went skyrocketed. But I didn't have the foundation built, <laughs> okay. and that's why we were like trying to kind of like skeptical. Like this is still like an unknown thing, like where we're at of like we, like how can we make all this work and like logistics and that and that. So I was just like college. having like PTSD of like chocolate company You're over like, again. Oh, no. like, oh my god, here we go again. again. But <laughs> right, actual restaurant. Um, and then, and then the, the chocolate led into my first restaurant. Then we in, led into other creations, and then eventually, you know, leaving my restaurants to to kind of take some time off, but also COVID, and then which led into me and Brittany starting uh, La Malon, right? But did you get your experience? Where did you get most of your experience running a kitchen, like being so in like, a restaurant, managing a restaurant? Um, Originally from Burlington, but I've lived in Toronto. I'm almost 40. I lived in Toronto since I was 18. I started at, uh, you know, back in the day at uh, Zoom Cafe and Bar, Rain. Um, worked a little bit at Suser. Uh, we worked, I worked, opened up George on Queen. And, and Brittany, I think a lot of our relationship are, are we've crossed paths in life. Brittany yeah. is one of Brittany's first jobs at uh, Joseph, St. Joseph Media in the same building. So I'm sure we've cross paths many times in the same building not yeah, knowing like in it corridors or something and definitely then I, must have uh, served me lunch like when right? I something like lunch that. at the pass there and um then i moved to california for two years to work with uh thomas keller uh, at the french laundry bouchon and ad hoc oh, cool. came back worked got a job with grant van gameron at the black hoof he moved on i became the chef at the black hoof and then he offered me a job at as uh, chef de cuisine of bar isabel when he opened it up uh, and then, uh, and then I went on my own ways, but in terms of chocolate, I was, I just, I grabbed a, a pot, a bowl and a bag of chocolate and I, I worked it out. I right. <laughs> I'm not one, I am not one. I'm pretty sure I failed George Brown, uh, culinary cause I'm not one to be lectured or be like in a, in a room of people listening to someone talk about something that I might find irrelevant or, and I also like, if I'm not talking or doing anything, I'm sleeping. So mm-hmm. I definitely slept through most of my college. Uh, I actually brought a, a pillow to all my theory classes and actually slept on the ground. I was just like, I'm, I, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm a practical oh guy, Brittany. You know this. But, so that's, and, and yeah. trust me, I fucked up a lot of shit. I've overcooked so many pieces of meat. I've overcooked everything. I've also undercooked. Like, so I just like, I'm very much like I learned by doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it was like, you know, that, you, that, are, you that. are a perfectionist, though. And I have to say, like, I've any any protein he's ever made is like banger. Like it is. But so, it comes years of 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 overcooking many, many proteins. It's true. like, oh, but so God. is everything else. Right. Like, yeah, that's I mean, true. You, at least you start with the love and the passion of something. Yeah. But yeah. No, you definitely are, I would say if you if you saw in 2000 because I opened up actually, no, CXPO was my second um, 
company. I, I had a very small stint of my first chocolate company called Neslo Chocolates. Okay. It's Olsen spelled backwards. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's like, it's like uh, Willy Wonka, Honka Washawa. Wonka Wash, Wonka Wash spelled backwards. Um, I, I sunk 20 grand into that company, and within two months, it was bankrupt. Oh. Wow. But like, I was also 25 years old. I had no business. Like, I had no idea how to run a corporation. I just like, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take this money and buy this. If you saw my house of just me trying to learn how to temper in this, you'd be like, Brandon, like, we need a deep clean. Like, it was everyone. Okay. Like, how does, like, it was so brutal. But my house smelled like chocolate. It was great. But, like, in two months, that co- corporation was like, like, just. And, oh, but you in doing so, one of a kind, remember? Oh yeah, I did that one of a kind show, and it just like tanked me. It was just like, but I, I had the vision of CXBO, but it didn't have the skills or the business sense to make it happen. So mm-hmm. I was like, I so I took whatever equipment I still owned, and I, was like, I just put it in storage. Like one day I'm just going to come back to you, and yeah. and I was like. Wh- so in 2015, I was like, Not wait a minute, I have, <laughs> I have all this equipment and now I have the skills to do it. And it's actually the vision I had in 2010. I was like, okay, this is exactly what I want colorful, I want pop, I want like art meat chocolate meets food. Yes. Like just like yeah. Willy Wonka vibes. Like this is what I want. Yeah. But like if, like if you saw my place, it was so like... Brandon, what are you doing? I'm like, but it smelled good. It really smelled good. Yeah, when I people come, like, Brandon, it smells really good. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah, those chocolates were, I remember, like, I would, had tried them. That's when I first, like, knew of your name. It's like, we finally meet IRL today. But um, I also, they were in so many press packages, because I'd get, like, press things, you know, influencer type packages and they were in everything and i was always not another cxbo box this is so bad (laughs) no it was great but i mean i would get i'd see like you know it was like they they, were they were fantastic um i had no idea that it was a person from toronto at the beginning and that's saying i mean something good in the sense that i associated them with like an international brand or a, oh, or a European okay. brand or yeah, a, luxury, yeah luxury, absolutely luxurious. and um and I think that um you know I I really when Talia told me that actually uh, you know it's Brandon Olson from Toronto I was like I couldn't I couldn't believe it and because you had um the way that you approached chocolate and turned them into an art form was c- entirely unique and it was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, like, at, at that point in 2015 when we launched that company, like, there was really nothing, like, you know, I was uh, like around. There was like, really no, no, no chocolatiers. Like, Soma's a great chocolate, but they don't work with color. Yeah, right? yeah there's no color. There's no color. So it's uh, when, not like when we came out, like, people color. were like, oh, my God, what is this? Never seen this before. Shades of and, brown. And shades of brown. <laughs> but now now there's there's, there's so many um, so many beautiful chocolatiers in Toronto that are doing beautiful chocolates mm-hmm. with color and, and just art and ingredients. And, and ingredients. But, like, I think we're – CXPO was definitely a trailblazer of first of its kind for Toronto to be like, wow, what are these? And then also being, like, you know – I gift. A great, like, something. Great gifts, Post great, gift, whatever. But I also didn't want, like, I grew up in a house where, like, you know, you go to your grandma's house and it's, like, Laura Secords. Mm-hmm. No, right. Right? But it's just, like, I hate fondant. But you're and saying CXBO. I'm saying Brandon Olson chocolates. What What's... What am well, I screwing up? Chocolates by Brandon Olson. Chocolates by Brandon Olson. I didn't want the Donna Karen effect where it's, like, she sold her name. And right. I, like, I could never put my name uh, on something else. So we just... We kind of I got rid of Chocolates by Reynolds and we just uh, abbreviated to CXBO. CXBO. Ah. Yeah. But which is also another problem because people would, would thought that was like a word, like Haagen-Dazs. And oh. like, they're like, no, no, it's just abbreviated by Chocolates yeah. by Brandon Olsen. A lot Brandon of people Olson. don't know that. So. No. Yeah, right? But, uh, but then again, a lot of it is what Tally is saying and she <laughs> just say, Brandon's Chocolates, Brandon's, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we, we, we just kind of abbreviated so I could keep my name and do other things with yes. my yeah. name. At, uh, True, like same with Brandon's Fried Chicken. Brandon's Fried Chicken. Just, <laughs> just, I just license my name. Brandon Olson. Just put Brandon Olson on yeah. a book. It's a very <laughs> brandable name. <laughs> right? <laughs> Lots but of yeah, things. No, it's always been good. And now we're trying to kind of uh, reinvent the wheel again, and so to speak, or even just like bring it back. Because now that everything was tied up in, mm-hmm. in the, well, just call it out as what it was uh toronto life just basically exposed your 
What? Yeah, no. Get with the juice. Yeah, I guess. But we're we're gonna we're probably gonna you know think about maybe coming back with another like iteration of a chocolate company. Oh, I, I do yeah. miss it. I don't know what it is. I you know when I don't know. But like it is something we we constantly talk about of, yeah, of amongst our many conversations of what we want to achieve yeah. in this life. But like chocolate is a uh, is one of them, right? So. Well, you got all that equipment in storage, honey. <laughs> So <laughs> unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Unfortunately, I don't have it. But I do. I still do. Still have my mind in my hands. I can definitely you can make the it. chocolate right. But yeah, I I encourage you to because I knew it was something you really loved. Yeah, it was like the beginnings of. But you also like knew how to work it, which is good. Um, yeah, we just gotta think of a name. Now that well. we now that we're out of like how many times can we spin Brando? You know how hard yeah. is it to make a name? Oh, oh do we gosh. ever? We, we like, went. Like, it took a long time for this podcast. For this, we went through this whole naming exercise, and it went on. It was actually one of the hardest parts. That's crazy doing the podcast is not hard. Not hard. Make getting the, the studio. We got it together. The name and the. You're trying to define what it is. It was so challenging. Oh, yeah, it really it's the does. worst. It's and then also too, we we really scored when we made cast of creators because we got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We got all the but finding a name and then and we and we got, and the, we got dot the dot com. com. But to that is like unheard yeah. of. Yeah, to get all of those with a new name that someone doesn't have yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's, oh, it's, it's funny because we had. Um, cast of characters, like we had this concept. That's another. We, that's a good one. Cast yeah, cast yeah, of characters, right? and um, we had that because we've got our bunch of hover UFO characters, oh, and um, and each one's got a, a different passion, and um, you know whether it's sports or or whatever. And um, we had cast of characters years ago, and uh, then I guess as we were going through the potential names, we we fell on cast of creators, and it was perfect because we knew we wanted creators because we knew that pretty well. We looked at everybody who we wanted to have, and they were creating something cool yeah. Yeah. or doing you know something inspiring, and um, it just uh, fell into place. And we're really happy about it actually because there's so many names that just don't work, you know. Yeah. Right. Like, and you're like, no, that's a dumb name. No, yeah. that's not. That's work. literally and what like, happened, like, and we were like, no, we're, we no. we're we we just uh, uh, we just got a car, a new car the other day, and we're like. Yeah, we got to name the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we're just shooting out all these these names. Like that is, we're not naming that car. What are we? What are we? Frenchie. Frenchie. Frenchie's Frenchie. the car. Uh. But like, but like, you just say all these things, and you're just like, oh no, that's dumb. And then you get so like, no, I'm 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 gonna like back burner this thing because I'm just like, yeah, just so frustrated. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this, and just like, but you know, you have to deal with it, and maybe it's just business, like maybe a kid. Like it's so important to you. Yeah, and then you stick with it, and then it's there, and you look at it and interact with it all the time. Yeah, and then you have to look at it, right? Like the stickers and the brand. The business, not the kid. (laughs) Did you ever imagine a child's name for a for your child, Casey? No, No? I'm not having any. I never imagined a name. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No. Well, we ended up having fun too with with a puppy. Yeah, I know. That's fun. We, we always kind of considered uh, Frankie. Oh, that's cute. Day. Yeah. And then we met our puppy. And then one day we met him. And yeah. And we had to wait a few weeks for it, him to have his, like, shots and yeah. be ready to go, whatever. So I remember one day we were driving down the street, as we do, where we normally have our epiphanies. <laughs> and I remember I was like, oh, my God, Brandon, why don't we call him Chef? <laughs> Chef? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, so we have this uh, red, red-haired, like, clippered dog. Oh He's a, He's a little shit right now. <laughs> yeah, puppy stages. Anybody want a puppy for like a week? No, no. 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 I've awesome. seen puppies. Um, they're very challenging. They're, you know, at least a baby can't walk. Oof. No, he can uh, walk. But these puppies, walk. they can walk right away, and that's a big problem. No, he's good. He's a little shit right now. <laughs> Where is he now? In his crate? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where he has to be. Will, will love, love and affection before coming here. So yeah, oh, but the, you oh, have yeah. to get them into a crate, ru- crate routine. Pee Brandon's pad trying routine. to be that guy that walks down the street with with him off the leash. Oh, cool guy. Yeah, the cool guy with the, the dog. Cool guy, like, cool, no leash dog kind of guy. You know, like wow. The, or you have the guy who a lot of people don't like. Uh. <laughs> that's fine i'm okay with that yeah because i get like i'm not really animals i get like nervous so when someone has their dog off leash i'm like ah! 
Yeah. Uh, keep that in mind. At 6.30 in the morning when no one's on the street. No, that's different. Like, yeah, I have a friend and she has a Doberman, but it's not really... It's also kind of a puppy, like a year old, but she doesn't have that good a handle on it, and she mm-hmm. does it off leash, and it's not good because it runs up to people and jumps okay, yeah. on them. Chef, and it's chef's a big not that. Dog. Uh, chef's he's pretty. He's pretty obedient in, in certain he's, aspects. He's very good. Yeah. I have to say, he is very good. We yeah. Brittany, where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Ancaster, like Hamilton, Ancaster. Oh, I know Ancaster. Okay, yeah. so you two grew up kind of close to each other. Oh my god! And we we have so many. Our life has intersected in so many uh, ways. Uh, not only <laughs> in work, working in the same building, but apparently her cottage was right down the street from my cottage. Her oh, whole life, and I didn't even notice that wow. until like on the like, same lake. Yeah, yeah. on the in same lake. And like, yo, do you? Like- uh, I was on the other side of the lake, like not far, and so the lock would be a place, and the ice cream little shop that you'd yeah. go to. Yeah, I know Port Severn. Yeah, me yeah. too. So it's on the you trend. go go go. Go Not across the lock, such nice and you go to the only convenience store that sold the Lola's. Do you remember Lola's? They're triangle popsicles. No. Oh, no. yeah. You push them up. You push them up. Oh, yeah. I told you. Yeah, okay. Lola's. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. And I then can picture them now. I would just remember going every every night, if we were at the cottage, we'd have a, like after dinner, take a walk. Go get Lola's. So VHSs still existed. Yeah, right. You know, DVDs didn't really exist at this yeah. time. Go to, yeah, you know, and you grab the sticker of like four four two eight nine. You're like, okay, four two eight nine. You know, it's probably like speed or something. I don't know. And then you're like, here's the Point DVD break. or the, yeah. the VHS, right? But yeah, like we we our life has intersected. Wow. And we've kind of mapped it out, but we've never met until yeah. until, until 2019 until the omelet. <laughs> Famous omelet. Yeah. <laughs> it was at work function. <laughs> I wasn't the one acting inappropriately, Britt. Right. <laughs> I was being paid by the client. <laughs> yes. But it turned into... Yeah, yeah it, t- it turned into this beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful thing. I still remember the first dinner we had with your family, your dad, and that was the only time he cooked for me at that point. Then we go to dinner... And his dad's like, oh, it is good for you. I'm like, actually, actually not. <laughs> this is no. the second dinner I have yeah. had. But every time we were going out or just grabbing something to eat instead at that point. But um, I think it was duck. Yeah. No, duck. The, ma- the final, like, solid protein was duck. You <laughs> 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 got me starving. <laughs> How many courses will you do for these dinners? Your clients so do most of the time. We do about five courses plus raw bar canopy service to start. So it's oh, about... Nice. You know, if the dinner start, if guests arrive at seven, usually it's about three and a half hour yeah. dinner, right? So no different than going to a restaurant. So we always start with like either raw bar or past canapes, and then we yeah. sit down into the five course. There's a lot of like classic Brandon dishes that are built into the menu mm-hmm. that people love. The albacore tuna with the brown butter and capers. Oh. Uh, the you, Usually for the dessert is what everyone wants is the famous bass cake that I gave Bar Isabel. Um, <laughs> and then we always kind of base change up the, the middle three based up on seasonality. So there's always the tuna, another appetizer, or pasta, main fish, main meat, and then dessert, Right. So yeah, you're looking about three and a half hour between once you start the the raw bar to the la- the last nice. bite of your dirt uh, dessert is about three and a half hours, right? <laughs> Not dirt, but yeah, dessert. Um, and then it really like you know it's customizable based on food restrictions or allergies or or what's in season, right? right. And, and normally we don't because uh, we don't consider ourselves caterers. We're we're right. actual we're actually an in home dining experience so like menus don't exist five months yeah. out like right. i usually right. like i contact my clients like they reserve it uh, beforehand and then i contact them about a week before i'm like okay this is what's in season this is what i'm thinking like yeah what, what do, you, do you think what do you want to do, do you want to play yeah. ball let's go <laughs> yeah you know? and, then, yeah. and then and then we and then we come over and cook Let's and go. then you will basically go out and source all of that from a handful of places or like like where are you going to find all that so product from? our our purveyors are like everywhere in Toronto and most of them are cool. yeah. the purveyors that local. I've used at at the our restaurants, restaurants right? or yeah. any restaurant that I've worked yeah. in so you know Cumbrae's Dynasty Food Nadia Truffles 
majestic caviar. Like, but they're like, like if I can get them to like deliver wherever I'm cooking out of, great. If not, right. I'm like going up the DVP to Diana's, hitting Bayview for Cambrai's, going to like. Uh, Christy Pitts to pick up my truffles. Right. My supplier just leaves them in an unmarked bag in her mailbox. Like it's like some kind of drug deal. Yeah. Right? They get off the plane. It is. And it's just like, the truck and- you know, it's like literally here it is. It's in the mailbox. I'm like, great. Um, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, um, as we do more of these, I find more producers. Like I found this really great uh, seafood uh, purveyor in um, St. Lawrence Market that I'm oh, really nice. into right now called Mike's, Mike's Seafood. But it's like we just kind of like farmer's markets. Uh, uh, I have a lot of purveyors in Kensington. That I, so it's it, it the, the pro, not the problem, but the logistical issue is trying to like coordinate Aaron. all this because – I don't know no, normally where we're prepping out of, so it's kind of like, can I right. borrow your kitchen? Can I borrow your kitchen? It's kind of like I can't just dump all my purveyors in their lap and for them to deal with, so I kind of yeah. like organize it all and just show up and get things going and then go to the client's house and finish right. it off, whatever needs to be finished. Right, because right, there's a lot of time in prep for that dinner. People don't – the one thing I, I would say is, is that five hours of prep, six are just hours of prep. arriving – like again, like the person who just gets, um, the person who just comes, sits in a coffee shop for hours to use their Wi-Fi, right? Ends up having like a sour when they get billed something for like their tea. It's like, oh my god, but the tea bag and then the dishwasher and like the server that came over to say hi to you and the Wi-Fi that you paid for and also the four walls that you sat and like all that kind of stuff. There are added little costs and people mm-hmm. don't really think about. It. They just think of the convenience that they just were able to sit there. So it's us and you're like mostly you, the logistics of getting all those individual ingredients. Like, it's not all just one stop. It's yeah. multiple. Mm-hmm. You're not popping by Law Blas and just, you know, getting yeah. a bunch and of stuff. Yeah, and then so it's, like, logistically um, giving enough time, then driving. Traffic in Toronto is, like, we're all of a sudden in L.A. Like, we're yeah. all, like... Like, for a typical dinner, like, if if we try to, like, if we have multiple dinners, I try to, like, bulk... Bulk prep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I know that like three out of the four dinners are going to do this and two out of the four dinners are going to do this, I kind of like make yeah. my life easier. But normally I'm out the door by like seven o'clock in the morning going to my purveyors and grabbing everything and trying to like organize yeah. it all. Cool and we're walking you. home. Like video. We're walking like at the, by the time I'm done and like just getting home, it's like maybe quarter to 12, 12. So you're looking at like yeah, you know you're day. a full, full day. Like you're looking at and fifteen, sixteen hours. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's no different than a, a restaurant life. Right. But it's just for we we got to just like we just don't have a home base to have all the deliveries come at once. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like not yet, but like, not yeah, yet. coming. But yeah, because it's just like again with this new business or new like growing pain sort of thing, and just finding like the right spot playing ball with like in uh, sorry. If we're leasing versus owning uh, mm-hmm. landlords, that's a whole thing in draw. Yeah, too. yeah. So it's just finding, like, the right people to, like, that will, it's the right fit. But also, like, everything's made to, like, to order. So it's, like, the sauces down to the mignettes, down to, like, uh, he makes his own pasta. The pasta's, yeah. like, the very last thing. It's the freshest thing, like, hours before dinner. Wow. Yeah, yeah so, so it's, 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 it's yeah. And, and, and it is, like... It is a long day, but it, like, I don't, like, I don't get to cook anymore. So like, when I do, it's like really like, uh, it's, really I'm gonna nice. do it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna like yeah. half-fast it, you know. And I, 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 there's a really, there's a good like, there's I get pleasure out of out of doing that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can still cook, you know. Yeah, but you've also challenged yourself. Like, For sure, no, so- you're not wrong. Like, you know, come up with new ideas and new things. It's, it's and what works. Because, like, I, one thing I've noticed, I've never had this experience because I wasn't in your shoes, but when people have dietary restrictions or, right. like, religious things, so um, you can't, like, butter, dairy, anything like that, or gluten-free, he's found variations. And I've seen him toss things, like, so much out because it didn't work, and then he's right. finally perfected it. Or, again, finding that right thing based on people, like, also, too, if you live with a gluten allergy, like, what has worked for you? Cool. you taking that that key yeah 
component or note from one client and then been able to use it. You've also been roasted by like clients that was a chef at one point. Sorry, I got to bring it up. But <laughs> he like, he helped you. No, no, like, no, it was, it was just, definitely. Like, it was like food for thought, but he was the only one that actually like. A lot of, a lot of it's also a very humbling experience to cook for people and people like, hey, like this is good, but I feel this could be better if this, mm-hmm. right. right? And then, so it's always like, it's also a very much a learning experience and how to evolve this company or just me as a chef, right? And how to become better or just mm-hmm. think differently, right? Because yeah. I'm very also like my way of being like a ginger Aries. I'm so stubborn. <laughs> I'm like, no, like, no, this is my like, yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, yep. so I'm like when someone's like, no, have you thought about this? Mostly my wife. Uh, or if I have a client who's like, just I had one client just totally rip me apart, and he did it in a very constructive way. But he, I knew that he was going to rip me apart. Uh, <laughs> like I, I thought about it. it I thought about it. Like, oh yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, and it wasn't like I, it was a flawless meal. But he was just it like actually was it was beautiful. He just he just yeah. like listen, you know this and this. I'm like, oh okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate that into the next couple of dinners, and now it's become like kind of like a, a gold. Gold, uh, standard. gold standard, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Another time, though, too, I love it. Like, everyone comes, like, the characters at the table. Some of you, you get it. Like, this is their crew. Like, they're tight, whatever. Others are like, I don't understand. Like, what is going on? And <laughs> How then, do these people get together? Yeah, and then there's some where we've had big families, and so you get the dynamic of the family, right? So it's yeah. like you got your brothers, sisters, or cousins, or then aunts and uncles and, like, just generations of everybody. So it's cool because you really see the dynamic and, like, kids running around and whatever, and people are just like, uh. But um, then you have people that show up in the kitchen. Those, those people that they cook, like, it could be the mom or the dad mm-hmm. or whomever, but they're the ones that... You would cook. be this person. Yeah. You would definitely be the person like you leave your party to come watch me in in the kitchen and start be like, I'm going to make a cooking class out of this. I'm going to like start cooking with you or just ask you every single question possible. So like I'm going to learn something for you. Like, you know, can tell you how many times like I'm in like because it's just me cooking and Brit serving for like, say, 12 people. Yeah. And like it's like it's it is like logistical like yeah. puzzle. Oh, and then you yeah, have you I, have I, a, you have you know someone beside you being like, okay, so we're gonna do that. Oh, can I stir that for you? Like this, I'm like yeah. I'm also very much like <laughs> this you? is my space. Like yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. like it's not like, like someone hovering, like, hovering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have I have a family member that hovers when I'm cooking, and at it's the like cottage, it's like and I'm like, can like, you? Yeah, and it's like there's like there's like this there's no subtle hint of being like okay like. You can go sit down or like, hey, like I'm kind of like might be just a little too busy to like break down the like the we'll chemical structure of this or the every <laughs> body part of a cow to because to, I'm kind of slicing up a cow right now. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, so, so what do you like? OK, this is how I do this. I'm like, that's great, man. Like like this. Uh, yeah. You know, totally. but that's you. I know that's you totally. for sure. It, yes, in a way, although I would have some restraint. <laughs> yeah. I would sense, uh, try would, and do a better job of sensing oh, you a bit. So funny. But yeah, that's what I'd maybe want to do. And, like, yeah. Doing the dishes. And, like, For sure. But it's always this, no, no dinner is so the same. And which yeah. I yeah, really, that and really enjoy that because it's like you just get to meet the coolest people and everyone has a story. Yeah. Everyone has like a really great energy and they always like they want to talk. They want to know as much as, as about you as much as you want to know about them. Like, yeah. Last night we were at a baseball game. We saw a client we cooked for the week before, and he came over and said, "Hey, Brennan and Brett, yeah. how's it going?" Like, like it's just a really like I'm just so amazed by the experiences that we've had for cooking for people. So you've got this week off, and then you must be going into a lot of Muskoka cooking. No. And, uh, like, what do you do no, this we summer? Do, we don't. Everybody booked up. Like, everybody. Like, we do get those last-minute ones, or if we get a cancellation, we flip it up, and it's gone. Like, it's gone yeah. right away. Yeah. People are hovering. Most, most of we have <laughs> only we only have one weekend this, this whole summer in That's Muskoka, oh. um, and it's it's uh, mid, mid-July. We try – I was like, I'm going to try to, like – take off all of July, mm-hmm. but obviously you just can't. And yeah, I said busy. yes to, to uh, a lunch and dinner in Muskoka, but that's the only, most of them in Toronto. Most in Toronto. Yeah, oh, and it's yeah. great. It starts back up uh, next Wednesday. 
Yeah, cool. that's great. And if it if it is up north or something, then we either have a family cottage or then like last weekend, uh, it was up at Salvo. I was like, hey, let's go check out the Jumo Hotel if we can get a spot. So we kind of made stay it. There? Yeah, it was actually yeah. really cute. I've yeah. not followed them, not been to Prince Edward County. Um, knew that they had done a show, but never really dived into it. So we, I was like, let's see if they're open. And literally where they were located to the dinner, like nice. five minute drive. Yeah. Um, but we got to go to Southampton, check out stuff. Like I hadn't been up there since I was uh, Yeah, little. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, it was actually, the, the place was good. But you make, a, you make what you can out of it and kind of feel like, like you're, it's a passion project. Yeah. But we do look forward to like eventually having a brick and mortar, I think. But yeah. I think the model of it would be a lot smaller and intimate. We've yeah, seen, we've seen models like work, work to the yeah. advantage of it. The problem with Toronto is just like, in comparison, say, Paris, mm-hmm. having a twenty-seat Parisian bistro, you'll never like survive. Three months in, you're going to be you're going to be shutting your doors. Like like Toronto needs bigger restaurants. I've owned a big restaurant. It's a hard. It's a hard yeah. life. It's a hard struggle. Mm-hmm. Like and like missing two weeks on uh, say a Friday Saturday, like due to weather, it, or whatever. due to weather or, yeah. or, or whatever. It's it. If you're not hitting that top line, it's hard. Oh, so it's yeah. like I would love in a like a perfect scenario to have like a thirty seater. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like where, where where are you going to find a space that yeah. sits thirty seats, and where are you going to like be able to like with with the rising cost of goods and all this? It's like. It's it, like the, the model. Econ- the model doesn't. It work. doesn't work. It's broken. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, you know, I, as much as we we talk about this and we always talk about what the model would be in a perfect scenario, it's like, how 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 do you make that work, mm-hmm. right? And is it really? Maybe it's just this is a thing that has a lifespan of five, ten years, where it's just us, or maybe it does turn into a brick and mortar. You know, because. I would love to own a restaurant with my wife and, and get back into uh, like, you know, having a place to just mm-hmm. cook and for people to come. But it's also just like, what is the, what's the trade off? And, and is it realistic? Mm-hmm. And right. now not to say maybe, maybe it's one day we just wake up and like, let's, let's move to Paris or Lyon and just <laughs> find that 30 seater. Yeah. Well, is it climate related too? Like even if you're in the Southern States, like in terms it, of what? Like weather. You can't sure, like the patio going here. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto's weather's the worst. Like yeah. as much as I love Toronto weather, like yeah. you, the good season's only like could be worse. Could be three, four months. Yeah, yeah. Unless, and like, and then you have rain and this, and then like, and then you know, the dark of winter comes. The dark of winter comes, and then everyone's like, I don't want to go out in midweek. And like, yeah. no, no, come midweek. We need you. We need you. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, where if you were to go, you know, more to the the south, you do get extended weather where you mm-hmm. can like have a patio all year, year all year long right so we you know we do have our disadvantages in Toronto but we also have our other advantages that other places don't, don't have right so you, it's kind of like that balancing act when you crunch the numbers on a brick and mortar yeah. is there that much more profit there than just running a successful business that you're doing like if the brick and mortar is successful is it that much more lucrative well, it's, in it's, this city, like in terms of like a like, like a, the like amount a, of money you're going to make, you're going to make like less money at owning a brick and mortar. Yeah, because the, yeah, the overhead cost because the overhead cost is the <laughs> so, overhead cost is, is so big. It's right. Like rent, that's what I'm imagining. Staff, mm-hmm. Like, like you've got all these added costs. You have all these added costs, and the, but the beauty about Le Milan is like we can we can. Increase or decrease the dinners as we see fit because mm-hmm. we, we can we're not beholden it. we're not beholden to to rent mm-hmm. uh, you know we we don't have to pay a landlord so if we're like hey we want to take six months off and pick it up in yeah the you winter, have freedom we have freedom and that's what you you, you commit you 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 lose by committing yourself to like a full on bricks and mortar like you're committed to this for your lease period yeah was, so forth right and then it's like. You're also depending on on making sure that you're always full. Where it's like, okay, you know that you have X dinners per week or a month, yeah. and you can make a business model off of that and be yeah. like, great, you know. Where sure. it's like, you need to hit like La Banane. We needed like three three hundred to three twenty top line every period, just to possibly see a, a, a profit. A profit. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. That's a that's a big. Space was big. Space was big. Everything, is everything's big. big. 
the cost of food is is big. Restaurants is like in my mind, it is a very much uh, it's not a necessity of life. Food is a necessity of life. Restaurants are not. You right. know, it's it's a very um, uh, uh, my brain. Is, um, I would I would kind of borderline like, on that though because I do find people luxury. need it. Like people, yeah, yeah. non necessity. It's a non necessity. Right. It's luxury. It's it's a very much a elitist thing to to have the ability mm-hmm. to go to restaurants. Right, right. So it's like, you know, when, when pandemics hits, first thing to go, restaurants, restaurants. out <laughs> because yeah. you, you know you're going to spend X, you know, but you can save that, yeah, and stretch that out for a long period of time. Oh right? yeah, so, so getting takeout all the time. But then like, it was too like with the with the level of food. Then it's like, is it? Worth worth it. Will it be like? Is it? Is it? Will it travel well? Will you yeah, still like get the I same was thinking, experience? Can I no. buy some of that fresh pasta and a sauce? Because I would like to do. Oh, I would like oh, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So if you can, I just make an order online, and then you could just make it, and people can. We'll do that for you. Specific dishes, <laughs> because that sounds. Like we never a nice thought about idea. doing like a like a. I know a few chefs have done like. A, um, like a pop meal up kit? meal ki- meal kit meal kit and because uh, I get good food right now, but <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yes, but it's been great. I've been I get like two meals a week for the last like six months, and it just it starts my week off right, yeah. and then I have leftovers and um, but I really love that meal kit kind of idea, and I would maybe that's something we can look we'll like, look one into. Thing not too we thought about was would be you've cool. Done you've done it before where people were doing in the beginning. Everyone's just trying to like we're at home for a little bit. Not yeah. a long time, but a yeah. long time. But let's make it interesting. So people were doing cooking classes, but you got like we would get a box of of su- suppliers, so everyone kind of can do something still with yeah. all of their produce, and people can like still keep like their their name out there and whatever. But then you'd get your friends together, your office together, and then Brandon would be the person that would be cooking. Yes, for you. I did a few different things like that, and they had like cocktails, kind of had media people do them, and then to get the word out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so those stuff are, like those that. Are fun. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I I've, I've participated in them many times over with different chefs too, and I, that was something something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But right yeah. now, it's like it's a wild ride, and it's ever changing, but it's so fun. Well, we wish you all the success, the continued success with it. And thank you both so much for oh, joining us. Thank you us. so much for having us. Those uh, pretty quiet. I said, how long have we been talking for? Oh my, almost uh, <laughs> an hour and ten <laughs> minutes. Wow. I have to say though, yeah. it me back to those SNL days when it was like the sweaty balls, or like, were, like you know the new. <laughs> Doesn't it tell me you that didn't was think actually about a that. topic of conversation in the car? Sweaty. <laughs> No, like remember, remember when SNL was like so good, the originals, and they were like, mm-hmm. oh hello. <laughs> well thanks for having us guys yeah, thank you great Good conversation awesome. yeah it's fun like it is cool and it is like how people pivoted yeah. the experience but yeah. we've made we've been able to make it work which is amazing wonderful yeah love it we look forward to cooking for you though That's yeah awesome. i'd love that i'd love to get back together and cook together more I would love to eat. Yeah, we can do some omelets and all sorts of stuff. Awesome. It's happening. Uh, All right. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Castro Creators with Brandon and Brittany Olson. I just rewatched it, and honestly, I'm feeling pretty hungry now. If you've missed any episodes of Cast of Creators, watch them on YouTube, listen on your favorite podcast platform, or visit castofcreators.com. And make sure you follow and subscribe.